Hello and welcome to the Curious Choice Leader podcast. I'm your host, Becca Brito, and it's time to step into your leadership one curious choice at a time. This show is dedicated to helping experts like you become the leader you want to be, to create working worlds that work for you, your business and everyone connected with it, whether it's your own business or someone else's. If it ever happens at all, it's a very rare thing that in business we're only dealing with one change at a time. Our jobs as managers and leaders are to continually improve performance, even when we're not in the middle of change projects or working in a rapidly changing operating environment. So what are the implications for us as leaders of dealing with lots of different changes all at once? In this episode, we're going to dig into that, and I'm going to share two ways you can check that you're doing the right things on the right projects without being totally overwhelmed as you take your team and your business through multiple overlapping waves of change. So are you ready? It's time to get curious and make some choices about how you can lead your team and your business through multiple changes all at the same time. Even before we started having to react to an operating environment that was changing as rapidly as ours currently is, almost every organisation I spoke to, either large or small, was attempting to complete more change initiatives and projects than they could really cope with. Project teams, change leads and PMOs were working flat out to try and manage and embed huge change agendas, while those impacted by the changes hoped that if they kept their heads down for long enough, this wave of change would just wash over them and the next change initiative over the month would be announced by the leadership team and they could keep doing what they'd always been doing and stay safe for a little bit longer. The global pandemic has given us the opportunity to reassess which of those changes we're going to focus on and where our organisational priorities are. That also means that as leaders, we have the wonderful opportunity to reassess how we're leading each of these changes and to make sure that we're embedding them in our teams. There's a lot we need to do to lead change. It took me two episodes to outline it all. And if you want a refresher, you can find them in episodes three and four. And if you're wondering how on earth you're meant to do all that for every single change initiative and project, I've got some good news for you that I hope will help. There are two things that you can do to make it all much easier to juggle. Every change initiative, project and programme should be linked to an organisational goal. So the first thing you can do to simplify everything for yourself and for your team is to group the changes you're facing together around those strategic objectives. This will help you with the critical task of explaining the reasons why each change needs to happen and the difference that it's going to make. Providing this context and helping your team make the connections between the different change initiatives will create a pull towards how things are going to be after the changes and reduce any sense of overwhelm you and your team are experiencing. It's also going to make the number of things you need to communicate to your team more manageable and easier for them to understand since it's all going to be themed and connected. The second thing that you can do is remember that not every change initiative is equal and that what you personally need to do and deliver for each is different. While you'll be leading your team through every change, the role you're playing in the change project itself can and will differ. Working with Laura Handley, the change leader at Red Wizard Consulting, we've articulated six different roles involved with making change happen. As a leader, you're going to be filling different roles in different change initiatives. By getting really clear which role you're playing in a particular change, you can make sure you're focusing your efforts where they're going to be making the biggest impact, doing the right things on the right projects. So what are those six roles and what are the key things you need to focus on for each? Firstly, we have the initiator of change. These are the people who set the change in motion. 
These are usually, but not always, relatively senior people in the organisation, and they need to be active, visible and engaged throughout the whole project. They need to model a future way and talk about how and why adopting this change matters. They need to acknowledge that this change is hard for people and create an environment where people can have two-way conversations about it, where they can share their concerns and have a voice. Next, we have the leader of the change. This is someone who's responsible for inspiring and developing the change. They might come from any part of the organisation and they need to shape and communicate the plan so everyone can understand it. They need to integrate the planning and project processes with the people side of change and make sure that people are given the time and the resources they need to adapt to and learn the new ways of doing things. Projects and changes also need promoters. These are the people who promote and encourage the change but may not be making it happen themselves. These cheerleaders cheer for the people making the change happen and for those who are impacted by the change. As a leader, for a project you don't have another of these roles in, you should always be a promoter. You should be using your influence and your leadership to help with anything and to help anyone that is either resisting or slowing down the change. You're also there to support the project leaders, initiators and facilitators, providing coaching and high levels of visible support. Now the project has a team of people willing it to happen and encouraging the changes to be adopted. It also needs a facilitator. This is someone who's going to lead the work to actually make the changes happen. It could be a specialist project manager or PMO, or it could be another manager within the business. As well as coordinating getting the work done, the facilitator has a key role to play as a leader of these changes and needs to do everything a leader does to lead to change. Next, we have the project contributors. These are the people doing the work on the project and promoting it with those who are impacted by the change. They need to build inclusive relationships and communicate about the change in a way that's meaningful to the person they're talking to. So, for example, on an IT project, not giving every technical detail to an end user, but making sure they know how to operate the system. You could think of it a bit like if we were talking about cars. The contributors could be the design engineers. They need to know every little detail and they need to know the different levels of detail to share with the mechanic and with somebody who's going to be driving the car. The final role we have are the adopters of change. These are the people that change is happening to. Their role is to get excited about the change and to use the new way of doing things. We may be leaders, but there will also be times when we're adopters and we need to show people around us how it's done. No complaining in public about the change or how difficult it's making your world right now. Instead, it's time to step up and lead, showing your team what's expected and focusing on the positives. As you can see, effective change is a team effort and everybody needs to play their part. As leaders, our job is to work out which roles we're playing in which changes and to help our teams do the same. Then we need to make sure everyone knows what's expected of them in that role. To help with that, Laura and I have put together a much more detailed set of outlines which we're happy to share with you. Just get in touch. If you and the other leaders in your organisation can get clear about what roles each of you is playing when you're starting a change initiative, right in that initiation phase, I believe that as a team you'll achieve your change objectives far faster and with significantly less friction along the way, especially when you're able to be equally clear with your team members so they know precisely what they need to do too. So if you're curious about how you can use this approach in your next project or change program, get in touch and either Laura or I will take you through it. So in this episode, we've talked about how you can approach leading multiple simultaneous changes by grouping the change initiatives around your organization's strategic objectives. 
That makes it easier for you to see how they all fit together and easier to communicate that future vision to your team. We also talked about getting clear about what your role is in each particular change so you can focus your efforts where they're going to have the biggest impact and make change happen faster and with less friction between different areas of your organisation. Spending time on setting this up right for each change programme is time well invested and it'll mark you out as a leader who understands how to make complex changes happen in your organisation. The things I share in this podcast are based on my experiences and some will be more relevant to you than others. It's up to you to choose what you're going to do with the information I've shared. That's what being a curious choice leader is all about, getting curious about your situation and then making the choices that are right for you and your business. So the question I'd like to leave you with is, what role are you playing in each of the changes and each of the projects that are currently happening in your organisation? If you found this episode useful and thought-provoking, I would love it if you would subscribe and share it with others who you think would find it useful too. If you'd like to know more about implementing these ideas in your organisation, please get in touch and let's talk about how my team and I can help you become an even better leader of change, one curious choice at a time. Visit thecuriouschoiceleader.com where you'll also find the full transcript of this and all our previous episodes. Thank you for listening and until next time, stay curious and I look forward to talking with you again soon.